Welcome to the Mapped In Speaker Series. Hey everybody, I'm Hong Wei, one of the founders, and today I'm really lucky to be sitting here with Marcelo from FAIR. And FAIR is a terrific company that's just been going like crazy, uh, helping brick-and-mortar merchants supply inventory and have a more risk-free way to stock their shelves. I'll turn it over to Marcelo to tell us what you're working on. Yeah, as well, first of all, thanks for, for having me here. It's great to be here and talk a little bit about FAIR. Uh, so FAIR, we came into the market and, and like just to talk a little bit about this story or, or sure. how we got into this market. One of my co-founders, Max, back many years ago, decided that on the side, he had a, a job in technology and consulting company. Yeah. And he decided on the side he wanted to try to build a company distributing a product in the US. And the product was actually a physical umbrella. Hmm. Like, very high end, cool umbrella that's manufactured in New Zealand, has very cool shapes. They claim it doesn't break with wind. It's windy, and windy <laughs> over there, I guess. Yeah, so yeah. They, they tried to bring this product to the market in the US and like everybody else, they went to Google and searched how do I distribute a product in the US right. and they found out what's available. There are two ways of distributing products. The first one is to hire, hire sales reps. So you go to a sales agency, pay them a retainer, hire them, make a contract and they will have all the salespeople that go around selling your product. And the other way is to go to trade shows. So you fly somewhere like Atlanta or New York or Las Vegas, bring all your products, pay a lot of money for a booth and try to find people that are actually looking for umbrellas. They are, in this case, yeah. owners, star owners that are looking for umbrellas, which doesn't seem that efficient. It's a small percentage of people that are going to walk by that's actually going to be looking to buy an umbrella. Uh, but that's how the market works, and that's how you get your product into the market. Of course, they try to sell online as well, but that's even harder. Uh, you right. need a lot of money to actually make people find yourself. Yeah, go direct to consumer. You mean. Yes. Yeah. So, and, and they, they realized that when they actually managed to put products, their, their umbrella, into like small stores, like local retail shops, that's the best place. That's where it works the best. It's just very hard to do because the shop owners have all of this... Uh, anxiety bringing in your products right because they have to buy wholesale they have to buy a large quantity there are minimum they have to pay up front in most cases they cannot return these items so whenever they buy a new product and it doesn't work in their stores they're stuck with sometimes thousands of dollars of inventory that they either have to mark down and waste time and money getting rid of or what happens more often is they leave it on the shelves until it actually sells years later and if they make too many of these mistakes they go out of business so by doing this umbrella business he realized <laughs> that this market is broken. Like there, there's definitely more efficient ways of doing this, but sure. we didn't know what it was. And uh, he went and joined Square, where we met. So we, we all, the co-founders of Fair all worked at Square, where we built this cash app product. And yeah. we Be understand before more. that, you were a Googler, right? We before that, I was at Google, yes, and uh, built some cool products there. So I have been working with myself. I have been working with technology for a very long time sure. to manage it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so at Square we really learned a lot more about small businesses their needs uh, how to reach them how to build products that are scalable for them uh, and like combining the knowledge we gained at Square with this idea of, of this trying to fix the distribution of products and also like especially when we got to like 2016 2017 
uh, there was an explosion of online data, right? All mm -hmm. these small stores, they all have a, a web presence and the, the manufacturers as well, even the smaller manufacturers. So combining all of those factors, the, the fact that we have all this data available and all, the, all these even small merchants and manufacturers are online, uh, we decided that it was time for us to do something about it, to, to help the distribution, add a lot of efficiencies to this market. And then it, we struggled a bit in the early days, but our, our goal was really like to get these small stores, local stores, and what do we need to do to make, to help them thrive, to, yeah. to be, for them to be more successful. And the reality is they survived big box stores. They survived yes. uh, the online Amazons of the world, uh, basically by offering unique products and having like a special treatment to their customers and creating an experience. Uh, but they can use more. <laughs> they they have no data. Uh, they have no support. Uh, so we we came and we we looked from their point of view of the marketing. And we asked ourselves, what can we do to help stores be more successful? And the main thing is that we the main answer that we got is like, okay, why don't the stores have uh, the, the benefits that an online customer has today? Sure. Why are they not buying online? Yeah. And the reality is they're not buying online because, as I said earlier, they have all this anxiety bringing new products. Well, there's high risk, as you said. Yeah. And going online only amplifies that, right? Yeah. Because now going online, not only you have all of those anxieties of buying products that don't work, you're also buying products just by looking at five or six images right. without any data behind them. And uh, then buying wholesale. And then buying wholesale yeah. the same way. They, they, they have no confidence in who is this manufacturer. They've yeah. never met this person face-to-face -face and so on. And we decided, and we asked ourselves, how do we break that? How do we make that work? And the, the answer was like, well, we need to give them benefits that they never had before. Yeah. And that's when we came up with the system that are, ideally, if you think of a, a local store, they are buying products that they put on the shelves and these products are selling with yeah. a decent frequency, right? Yeah. Uh, so we were like, we asked ourselves, how do we make that a reality? And the answer that we came up with after a lot of experimentation was, well, let's let them try the products, right? Yeah. Not only that, but as we grow and we build a bigger business, we'll have a lot more data. So we came up with this concept of try before you buy, where we allow these local stores to buy products and we give them today next 60 terms so they can pay us 60 days later and they can return anything that doesn't sell or whatever reason they think it doesn't work in their stores within those 60 days. And on top of that, we also, we not only let them buy all these products and, and try them, we also recommend products that we, we're using all the data that we have on the market, um, have strong conviction, conviction that's going to sell and perform very well in their stores. Right, because you have an incentive to make sure they're good products too, right? So they don't get returned. Exactly, because yeah. in, in the, on the other side of our marketplace, right, we also connect all these manufacturers or what we call makers in our platform yeah. to these stores. We do not, we also add a lot of benefit on the other side, we don't mm -hmm. give these products back to these makers. Right. This, right. If, you think, yeah. if you think from the, the makers on our on our platform on the other side, again, before fair, as I said, with Max and Umbrellas, he had to go to trade shows or he had to hire sales reps. Uh, and there's a lot of other things he had to do, right? When you get a sale on a trade show or, or via a sales rep, uh, you actually responsible for everything else that happens after the, the sale. You have yes. to do the fulfillment, yeah. you have to do customer support, uh, and most importantly, you have to get paid. Yes. Like you have to go after getting paid, and if you don't, there isn't much you can do. Well, I think sometimes it's even worse than that. Exactly. It's crazy. Right? So, yeah. so bigger stores have always had this sort of benefits. Exactly, yeah. 
and yeah. the smaller makers and smaller retailers never had this. And yeah. our our main plan, like our, our vision for the future, is that we're going going to really level the playing field. We're cool. going to give the small retail local shops the benefits that big box stores and big retailers and big manufacturers have by collectively using their their buying power and making them look like a, a much larger business. And I think most importantly, it's working. It's right? been working, so yes. <laughs> what are the numbers like that you can share? Uh, the last numbers that we released, we have over 9,000 makers selling on our platform, and we have over 70,000 retail shops buying from us. Amazing. And uh, since uh, last October, before when we started, we were focused mostly in the United States. So both makers and retailers were 98% uh, of them were in in the United States. Hmm. In October, we launched the retail side of our business in Canada as well. Oh, cool. And, uh, but still actually, sourcing from the US. Sourcing from the US. Yeah. But no, before, actually, a little bit before that, we started to launch the maker side everywhere in the world. I see. So today we are Got in it. over 60 counters already. That makes sense. Uh, with, with makers. And they ship to the US and Canada. Wow. So, uh, you know, Obviously, you and I have talked offline before, but a huge part of this must be getting your algorithms right so that you're not stuck holding the bag with all the unsold inventory. Exactly. Like, yeah, we, we, we are giving all these benefits, and, and the beauty of our marketplace uh, is really that we are only successful as a company if we make it work. So yes. if, if yes. both the retail side and the maker side of our marketplace are successful, we are going to be successful. If they are not, we are also failing as a business. Exactly. Uh, so we have to really deliver on the promise of like sourcing inventory that's going to sell. Uh, and and again, that, and that's why we do a very good job and we put a lot of efforts into who we onboard on the platform. Right? We right. don't let anybody come in and sell things. We put a lot of effort in making sure the makers that join our platform are reliable, they, they build good products, their products are trendy and people want to buy those products. If it's a product that, like the umbrella, if you see it in a, in a store and you actually yeah. are looking for umbrella, it's a product that will satisfy you. Like, that you you will want to buy as a consumer, and that way retailers will trust you too, right? They know everything they buy from Fair is good. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we're coming up on our time today, so thanks so much for doing this again. Um, how can a merchant get started with Fair right now? Yeah. So uh, if you go to www.fair.com, we have links to apply uh, as a maker, and it's very easy to join as a retailer. We require very little information. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we ask a little bit more mostly for the benefit of uh, the retailers themselves so that we can match products with the categories and types of products that they're looking for. Yep. Uh, again, it's a very simple application and you can get uh, your credit limits to, to buy with Net60 and your free returns uh, very easily. Awesome. In the US and Canada. Makes me want to start a store. <laughs> I hear that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well once again, thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you, it's my pleasure.